Are you ready to bridge the gap in our current healthcare system and really help people that struggle with flexibility, mobility, and weakness? Hi, I'm Kim Narker, and welcome to Rehab to Wellness Boss Podcast, a business owner successful startup podcast where I help you start, build, and grow your wellness business. Join me as I reveal real secrets to helping rehab professionals build a successful, proven wellness program that keeps their community away from reactive care. Hello, friends and future bosses. My name is Kim Narker, also known as Rehab to Wellness Boss, and I am a PTA turned stretch mobility coach that offers a rehab professional a way to step outside traditional PT, OT, ATC services to provide wellness, preventative services to clients that actually want to stretch pain and tightness away. And if you're new to my show, I want to thank you for joining me today. Please, please take a moment to introduce yourself below so that I can learn a little bit more about you. And if you're one of my followers, welcome back. Thank you for joining me and thank you for following me. And make sure that you post comments below so that I know what you're looking for in the form of content. And I can actually make sure that all of the content that I provide to you is relevant for you. And in today's show, I'm going to be discussing vetting a new client. So that's a new client that wants your health and wellness services. So let's get started. Okay, when you're vetting a customer, there are some things that you really need to understand about consumer behavior. And you need to know what your target client is. Guys, I've said it a hundred times before, but you do not want to work with everybody, not because you simply don't like working with certain diagnoses or types of clients, but you don't want those clients that aren't going to become successful with the treatment that you provide for them. Now, my target client is a client who is experiencing pain and or tightness. And at my clinic, we really strive to make sure we understand what a client is experiencing prior to putting them on our schedule. Because again, if we want to make sure they have a successful outcome, I'm not going to take a client who literally is wanting to come in for a PT service and they don't want long-term relief. Now, I have collaborative partners that I actually send those people out to because, guys, reciprocity, it is king. If you know this is not your client, the best thing you could do is refer it out to someone else and make sure when you're referring them out that you're referring them out to care that is going to meet their expectations. So it's going to take a level of listening and understanding your client's wants and needs And then thinking a little bit deeper to see if, in fact, where you're sending them is actually going to produce that outcome. Now, you want to ask them questions like what their struggles are. And in our clinic, we ask, you know, tell me a little bit more about the problem that you're calling us about. 
And at this point, I really want to listen. I want to hear what they're saying. I want to feel their struggle and I want to empathize with them. So for example, if a client is calling, they're going, well, you know, my shoulder's been hurting for quite a while now. And when I reach back in my car, it has been pinching and it's become more and more sore. And I have a new grandbaby and I really want to be able to hold that grandbaby. But now when I hold the grandbaby, I actually have increased pain afterwards. And it's starting to concern me that I'm not going to be able to lift up my grandchild or play with my grandchild. So for me, that is a great target client because I already know that number one, it is important to them to be able to do something. They want to seek care from a professional that is going to help them achieve their goal. And what I'm hearing their goal is, is ultimately they need to be able to get down to the floor, grab onto a child, pick up that child without the fear of dropping that child or experiencing pain after they play with them. So I know that they're a good fit for my service because my service is a preventative, proactive care model that will actually figure out what the problem is, where it's coming from, and provide them with specific details of a treatment program that is going to produce that outcome. So everything I do to build my program with my stretch mobility coach clients is going to be able to make sure that they can achieve the goal of getting down to the floor and picking up a child of a certain weight successfully without experiencing pain after and without any fear that potentially, you know, they're going to drop the child. So you want to ask questions if they're not giving you that information. And and some people are going to not really know what their goals are. And that's okay. Your job then becomes vetting and asking questions until they can figure out what they want. Because pain and tightness actually, for what we hear in our clinic, are very frustrating. People that experience pain and tightness actually have said it's worse than a kidney stone or delivering a child because that at least goes away when they deliver the baby or when the kidney stone is passed. But pain or tightness just kind of hangs around and it discourages you. It, It causes fear, hopelessness. And if that continues on, In my profession, I know what happens. They're going to start, the tightness is going to increase, the pain is going to increase, and then they're also going to continue to move forward and degeneration will occur. So you want to listen to what they're actually telling you and you want to ask pertinent questions. Some questions that I ask for clients that are actually kind of, they don't know what they want. An example would be, you know, I've had pain for seven years. I really don't know what I want to be able to do because I've never thought of it because I've been in pain for so long and I've lost all hope. You are literally my last chance. So, gosh, I really just want to get rid of pain. So for that type of client, I'm going to dig a little bit deeper and go, okay, I understand you've been in pain for many, many years. Seven years is truly a long time to suffer with pain and tightness. 
But once we do get it under control and you wake up that first time without pain, what do you think you want to be able to do that day? Like, would you want to be able to, you know, go for a 30 minute walk with your dogs? Would you want to be able to sit in a car and travel to Florida without your hip hurting? You know, what one thing would be the first thing once we get rid of the pain, because our main focus is number one, getting rid of the pain. What is that next goal? Those guys will start thinking and their head will start turning and you're already providing them with feedback that you're going to be able to help them. And, And guys, mindset alone will really help a customer appreciate and want to come um, to seek services from you. Now, if this client's expectation is to be able to get down to the floor and lift a 25-pound child without the fear of falling, and you know that your service is only going to get rid of their pain, guys, do not pick this person up. This is a person you do want to refer out because here's kind of what I think of when I am looking for a client to put on my schedule. And and for me, guys, I'm just I'm going to be completely transparent with you. They're not going on my schedule if I know I can't convert them. If I put someone on my schedule, I am not going to take their time and my time to beg and plead for them to be my client because I only want successful clients. I want this client to refer their friends and family to me. I want them to brag about how I helped them with their shoulder pain and they had that shoulder pain for over seven years. I want them to send their sisters, their brothers, their aunts, their uncles. We actually have a referral program and people love our referral program. I want to be able to post their wins and brag about how hard they've been working and how we are so very proud of them for the hard work that they're putting in. These are the things I expect in return from me providing treatment for a client. So if on that first phone call, I am vetting them and I know that they are not a good fit for me, then for me to pick them up is going to cause me a heartache. There's a chance they're going to ask for a refund. I'm going to be not so happy providing care to them and taking care of them. And I'm going to feel judged. And it's just not the type of client that I want to see. My client wants to get better. They are willing to pay a high price because their health and their lifestyle is very, very important to them. So let me just kind of go over a few wins. We write wins on, we have a dry erase board near Jordan's treatment table. And every time a client comes in with a win, a W-I-N, they're winning, We put it on the board and here's, we fill up a board about three to four days. So AW went out for a walk, made it 45 minutes without calf or back pain. And we write that on the board. That's important. These small things are huge. MF, able to touch my toes when bending forward. I'm only 17 years old, but my dad, who is in his 50s, used to joke with me because I couldn't reach down to touch my toes, and he could. I no longer am having back spasms since starting with stretch. 
while playing golf. And then we always say, way to go. We try to get their Facebook or their Instagram information so that we can put that on social media because that's a big thing. You know, number one, he's competing with his dad and he's 17, but also the fact that he's like, I'm able to touch my toes. I did this. That's a pretty big thing. The next one is BS. When I came in this session, I could only raise my right arm up to 90 degrees and I couldn't turn my head to the right. After my session with Jordan, my mobility improved for both my shoulder and neck. I was able to turn my head and go back to working on cars. Yay. And his name is Brian. DL. Oh, I just lost it. Here we go. DL. My right elbow pain has improved after a few deep thermal laser sessions, and I'm able to pick up a heavy book bag again. So we do regenerative treatment in our clinic, and that regenerative treatment is through the use of a deep thermal laser. We also do some cupping and some other things. So this person obviously use deep thermal laser. And when we do laser, just so that you guys know, we don't just do laser. We also, our stretch mobility coaches are doing our stretch method uh, with these clients to improve mobility. And then we're also doing strengthening as well, along with that regenerative treatment for the laser. Now, I was excited to tell you guys today, and I know this is not coming out and it's going to be completed with, but today we put out a special for a Black Friday sale. And we posted that for any new clients, and they have to be a new client, they can't be a past client or one that didn't come in, like they didn't show up or anything like that. We posted a Black Friday sale that says if you purchase an eight package or a 16 package and you are a new client, then you can use that first visit instead of doing a consult. And usually we have them do a consult and then they purchase a package. And literally we post posted that for the first time yesterday. I texted into my staff today, this morning, to let them know what the special was. And we sold two packages to family members that have never been in before. And these people were kind of on the fence about starting care. We knew that they were going to start care soon, but this kind of pushed them so that because of this sale, they could buy a package and that sale ends on Friday. So you can do something like that through the holidays if you see that your numbers are actually going down. That's just one thing that we do to increase new consults. You know, when people are thinking, ah, I might wait till the after the first of the year or after this holiday or whatever. Now, comment below if you have any questions on how to vet a customer. Also comment below if you have a good vetting system or maybe you don't have a good vetting system. Let me know if you feel like you are doing a very good job vetting clients or if you're not what your struggles are. I'd like to know so that I can help produce content for you. And I'd also like to know more about if you are interested in working as a stretch mobility coach or if you're interested in being an affiliate owner and me actually providing you with a stretch mobility coach that is fully trained that will be able to provide some wellness services within your practice or it can be a standalone business. If you're a business owner and you're looking for a business opportunity, this is a great business opportunity for you. I'm going to put a link in the show notes below on how you can become an affiliate owner and how you can become a stretch mobility coach. We are taking 25 applicants 
and um, we're only accepting 25 into our program that starts in January to become a stretch mobility coach. Affiliate owners, we're interviewing you right now, and we're accepting those as we have coaches available for you. But if you do have interest in becoming a stretch mobility coach, then go ahead and get your application in because lots of applications have been coming in. And we are going through those as fast as we can and getting back to the people that do qualify and will be able to start the program in January. Now, we're going to talk about scheduling that client. So you've got that client vetted and they are a great fit for you. You know that you can match the expectation of care that they are wanting, you know that you can deliver on that and you can already picture, you know, what this problem is that this person is facing. You already know what your treatment program is going to be. You know that it can be successful and that you will gain a customer that will actually spread the word about your community. Then you want to get this person scheduled based on how it how important it is for them to get in to care with you. If you've got a client that's going to be traveling the next few weeks, you know, it's not so urgent to get them in. Maybe waiting next week would be okay. If you've got a client that is, oh, they're so anxious and they feel relieved that you're going to be able to treat them, then it's not uncommon for me to open up a slot tomorrow and go ahead and see them so that we can get them on the books and start getting them better because then they're going to get out in the community and spread the word about you and how good you are and how much you have helped them. Now, I'm going to jump backwards just a little bit. If you pick up that client because you're desperate for a client and that client really didn't like the care that you gave them, those 10 people that a client is going to tell good about you, this person is going to tell 10 people how you were not able to help them. And they're going to tell 10 people and that can implode on a new business owner. So again, if you don't think you can deliver the care that your customer that is calling is expecting, then the best thing for you is to get them to the place that will provide that care for them because reciprocity, again, is going to be huge in this type of situation. And they're going to say, you know, I talked to Jonathan at Allegiant Physical Therapy and he totally knew that I had a problem, but he was open. He was honest with me and he referred me to Jack, who's really done a great job. So that'll go a long way in helping you to get referrals later because that guy's going to remember what you did for him. Now, the next thing that we do once we have scheduled a person, we let them know that we need to get some more information for them from them to be able to confirm their appointment. And we send them their new patient paperwork. We ask that they complete that paperwork at least at a minimum of 48 hours prior to their treatment session so that we can get the best out of their treatment session. And if we do not have that paperwork, then we're going to be reaching out to them consistently and saying, you know, I noticed that you haven't had a chance to do your paperwork. Would you have the opportunity to complete that today so that our stretch mobility coaches can go over that and we can get you the best care that is needed on your visit? And if they can't, we reschedule that appointment. We are very, very, very firm on that because Once we vetted that customer and we know that that customer is good for us, 
we can see that there's a laziness or if there's a a tendency to not follow through on their word, that may be an indicator that they're not a good client for us. And we're going to reschedule them to a time where they can be committed to their program. The last thing that we do at our clinic is we request prepayment for our visits. And guys, I know this sounds daunting to you. However, we pay our stretch mobility coaches a rate of pay based on the number of clients that they see. And our PTAs actually can make in the 70 and 80,000 range. And we don't cap that. They can make more than that. But that's just currently where they are in their salary in our facility right now. And if a person prepays, we know that they're dedicated unless something urgent happens, which we are understanding when something urgent happens. But we take this prepayment because this prepayment says, I'm totally committed to coming in and I'm looking forward to coming in to seeing you. So we go ahead and send them their paperwork. We send them an invoice. We get that charged. And if for some reason they don't put their card on file, then a week in advance, we're checking with them and we're letting them know that, you know, in order to confirm their appointment, they need to prepay for their appointment and they need to make sure that their paperwork is complete and all of our paperwork is online. So it's pretty easy to fill out on a cell phone or a laptop, and it really doesn't take that long. So we have them prepay for that full appointment, and we charge them at the time of scheduling because this actually shows commitment. So guys, that's that's our vetting process, and we do that for our stretch mobility coach clients. I hope this information was helpful for you because If you vet a client appropriately and you take a client on board and show them value, they are going and you do this continuously, then you just learn to repeat this cycle. You'll know who your new client and your target client should be. And you use this over and over again. You can also use this sort of as a tool to know if this person is going to purchase or not. Like I said, if this client is not going to be a good client for me, then I'm not going to waste their time and I'm not going to waste my time in doing a consult. So if they hem-haw around and I can't get good answers, then I just don't have the space available for them. So I hope this information is helpful to all of you. I thank every one of you for listening to this show. And I'd like to ask for you guys to subscribe so that you get this. This drops every Tuesday morning. And I try to have pertinent information that helps you understand the wellness side of the health and wellness industry. And also, I'm looking to help educate you on how you can open a business as a health and wellness professional that is successful and that truly helps people long-term. Thanks again for joining me today. I appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you on the other side. Have a great day. for joining us today on the Rehab to Wellness Boss podcast, where you, a rehab professional, can start, build, and grow your very own successful wellness cash practice. If you're ready to level up and become a stretch mobility coach, then head on over to our website, www.thestretchmobilitycoach.com. 
this website will take you through the next steps needed to practice as a stretch mobility coach. Come on over. 